Speeding and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew, the Monday edition for Tuesday, November 1st, 2022. I kind of like the. This is kind of funny. I like fucking doing this. I scan. On today's episode, holy fuck, I had a drunk ass heckler this weekend, and you. You're gonna like this story. Cause you know that I'm reaching for the glory. Bloods and guts, you know I'm fucking gory. Hit you in the head, then you fucking dead. It's a big old shed where I keep my fucking lead. Bullet, and you know I'ma pull it. It's my trigger on the gun, I'ma fucking do it. (laughs) Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, 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 Tuesday, November fucking 1st, October fucking 31st. 2022, what the fuck, how are you, are you having a good week, man, are you having a good weekend, um, I'm having a fucking gay old time, we'll have a gay old time, that was back in the big, the intro of Fred Flintstones, remember the intro of the fucking Flintstones, uh, do time, we'll have a do time, we'll have a gay old time, that was back in the 50s when gay just meant happy, how come the fucking, how come gay started meaning gay? When did gay tr- turn from happy into, into gay, into like how, what we know as gay? Is it because gay dudes are happy? Because a lot of gay guys that I know, they weren't happy because society, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Hi, how are you? Let's start off the show with a little bit of, oh, you know what? I noticed the guitar. Yes, I listen to my own podcast. Uh, I noticed the guitar was a little high last week. Let's start off with a little bit of, how was my motherfucking Got fucking stuck in the shred zone there. I hi, hi. How are you? How are you? Nice to hear you. Nice for you to hear me. Thank you for <laughs> listening. Uh, yes, I hope you had a good weekend, man. Uh, again, sorry for uh, coming to you a day late. Um, it was Halloween last night, so I was at work, and then we fucking had trick or treaters. And I thought I stupidly thought that uh, I wasn't gonna have enough time to bang out a pod before the trick or treaters came, because you know Terry, our my our dog. He fucking doesn't like anyone. He pretty much only likes me and Courtney and auntie and all his aunties. But uh, if there's any sort of person walking around or person at the door or any sort of fucking anything other, any movement of any kind, <laughs> it's fucking, he has dogtism. So we have to take that into account. He's a very special high needs dog. If he was a student, he would have his own educational assistant working one-on-one with him to try to mitigate some of the behavioral issues that we've been experiencing. Uh, So I didn't think I was going to get like a peaceful opportunity to fucking do the podcast. Uh, But we only had like fucking, I don't know, like we prepared for like 80 kids and I'd say we probably had like 35, 40 fucking kids. So now I got a big ass, big ass fucking bowl of candy now, like a big old giant, like the peanut free one. Um, So yeah, just going to start chipping away at that. And uh, some of these kids... (laughs) Uh, they, all these kids now, they got fucking reusable, uh, reusable grocery bags as their loot, as their fucking loot things. You know, back in the nineties, what did we have? We had fucking pillowcases. You're right. We had pillowcases or, uh, if you're real rich, you might have like a fucking dedicated plastic pumpkin of some kind, but those sucked because you could never fit as much fucking shit, 
uh, in them. I remember one year I thought it would be a good idea because I saw it in a comic book or I can't, or maybe I saw it on a cartoon. But uh, this kid fucking, oh, what was it? It was like, maybe it was like Degrassi or something when like the bad kid had sewn, he had sewn uh, pillowcases into his jacket and then he was like filling the pillowcases in his jacket with like stuff and he was like stealing and then he got busted. But then I was like, yo, that would be a sick way to like get extra candy without even realizing that like I didn't need to like secretly like hide the bag. I wasn't stealing, like the candy is free. But I still, I think I got my mom the fucking... To like safety pin a couple of uh, a couple of pillowcases on the inside of my jacket, and I was wearing some kind of fucking jacket thing, and then I thought I'd be able to have more loot that way, but you never fill up your pillowcase, anyways. Uh, so yeah, so these kids now they got the fucking Freshco bags. <laughs> They're trick or treating with the Freshco bags, and it was fun. This is the first year uh, that I've lived in a house since like two thousand and fucking I don't know. I want to say like nine or, or something like that. Like I've just essentially been living in condos downtown f since I was like 19. Um, actually, that's not true. I guess I moved back in with my parents when I went back to school. So when I dropped out, I was like 21. So I did. There was a brief reprieve, a, a, a short break followed by a brief pause, as Bill Craig would say. Um, so yeah, so we had a bunch of, so now we got all this fucking candy and some of the kids, they had their good, they had good costumes. And then one kid, he was just wearing a top hat and like a fucking monocle. And he had like this black, like petticoat on. And I was like, what are you? He's like, I'm British. I'm like, well, you don't fucking sound very British to me. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like, you can't just go as like, I guess like, but he was a white kid. And that's like the only, like, that's the only like, uh, ethno group that you can go as, as a white kid, you can go as a British guy. You can't go as anything else. You fucking get, as soon as you get that one feather on your head, buddy, it's fucking done. But as a white little kid, you can go British. Sure. Fucking a <laughs> Scottish, Irish, you can cosplay as any one of those ethnic, uh, identities. As long as they also have the same skin color as this kid. <laughs> so I'm like, you don't sound fucking very British. I'm like, let me hear your British accent. He's like, I can't do one. I'm like, let me hear your British accent. And then he's like, oh, I'm British. And it was like, actually not bad. I was like, all right, fucking here you go, buddy. Here's an extra one. But I was handing out all the Smarties to the kids because fucking, because uh, I fucking hate Smarties. So you get the Smarties and I get the coffee crisp and one little fucking little hyper kid. She was like, she was like, Ooh, coffee, 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 crisp, give me that coffee. And it's like, okay, you little fucking weirdo. Like you remember those kids when you're in grade nine or like when you were nine years old, you're like these little fucking hyperactive, like dang, 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 like little mousy kids. And you're like fucking give me that coffee. That's funny. Cause court's a teacher. Right. So there was all these kids like, like, you teacher George Kennedy. You're a teacher. <laughs> like kids that she's like, yeah, that's fucking like that's what's his name. And I fucking tutored him and whatever. And it's just like, oh, that's funny. Like, I guess that's what we get for living like right next to the school. So anyways, 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 uh, we didn't have as many trick or treaters as we thought. So uh, at the end of the night, we ended up watching this movie Hereditary. Uh, real fucking stupid movie, man. I'm not honestly. I'm not really a fan of of scary movies. Never have been. My imagination was always way too wild as a kid. Uh, I couldn't handle them. Like fucking scary movies would literally like it would that shit would fuck me up for like weeks and months. And because I always had, you know, obviously I have a pretty gnarly imagination, but it was just like this, uh, the unfettered child imagination of just like all that fucking brain juice, just like, just, 
just were like circling and cycling and I would just get so terrified of like whatever the fuck was in my closets. Like I would be so scared. And then I remember I watched like Hostel. I think I was probably like 13. I was with like Kendra and like, I don't know, maybe like probably Nicole and Jesse. And uh, we watched Hostel. Maybe I was a little bit older, but I remember, I think fucking Kendra was there because I was like, what the fuck? Like Hostel, I was like, no, like it, that movie fucked me up. And then from then, from Hostel, when Hostel, when the fuck did Hostel come out? Hostel, Hostel movie, 2005. So yeah, that's probably exactly right age. Yeah, I was probably like 15, 2005. Yeah, so I was like 15 or no, I was 16. Oh, I guess I was 16. Jeez, man. Or it could have been early 2005. Let's see. Written and directed by Eli Roth. Like, see, here's the thing. It's like, why don't, why aren't they investigating that guy? Like, Eli Roth. Like, how do you fucking write that movie and then, like, show that to someone? And then, and then, and then it's like, you like that? It's like, no. Like, you came up with that? <laughs> it's like, you're fucked. The film is about a mysterious organization that tortures and kills kidnapped tourists. Like, what is the fucking point of this movie? So... Josh's mutilated corpse being stitched together by the Dutch businessmen. Like, what the fuck is all this shit? What was this movie even about? What is the movie about? So anyways, I fucking hated Hostel because I remember watching the guy's leg get drilled. It's like the first 20 minutes in the movie and then his fucking leg gets just drilled in like some like, like fucking sterile medical basement environment. So I don't like scary movies, but like I now that I'm older and I have a little bit more of uh of control over my cognitive facilities and I don't I won't freak myself out like uh, that it's real. I can watch this shit and be like, "Okay, like I know and also I've been on enough like film sets and stuff like that that I know like it's fake and whatever whatever." Obviously, <laughs> I guess you don't need to be an actor to know that movies aren't real, but still. You can I start thinking about like the technicality, like how did they do that shot? Like I wonder if that you know what I mean? Like I start just thinking like that. I'm like, "Okay, we're good. Like I'm good. It's not real." But this fucking stupid movie, and also we watched another one. What was that other one called, Courtney? Deliverance or No, not Deliverance. What the fuck was that movie called? It was another fucking dumbass scary movie. But anyways, we watched Hereditary at at the end of the Halloween. And it's like, you're like, in the first part of the movie, you're like, okay, it's going to be about like a freaky little like fire starter girl. And then her fucking spoiler alert, you probably won't watch this movie. uh, But if you do, then you can skip forward a couple minutes. But this fucking little freaky ass, like, 10-year-old or 13-year-old girl, like, you're thinking, like, holy fuck, this kid is freaky as fuck. She's going to, like, murder this whole family. Yo, a half hour into the movie, her head just gets fucking blown off by a telephone pole in a speeding car. She hangs her head out the window, and then her head just gets knocked off, and you're like, holy fuck. And then I'm watching this movie, and then you're like, okay, all right, like, okay, a bunch of freaky stuff starts happening, and there's, like, a ghost, and then the mom is all begrieved, and she gets a seance going, and then you're like, okay, like, whatever, like, what's going on here, like, kind of what's, and you're thinking, like, what's the point of this movie? And then I press pause to go pee, and there was, like, 18 minutes left or something, and then, and then, like, a bunch of shit, I'm like, how are they gonna land this fucking blimp in, like, 18 minutes? Like, what the fuck is going on? And then at the end of the movie, again, spoilers, uh, don't watch this movie though. The fucking, there turns out there was like some demon king that this like old lady was trying to like fucking conjure up and then the son gets to be the demon king and then all these like naked people are like worshiping him and then it's just like, all hail king fucking Pion, like the de- eighth lord of the demon hell or whatever the fuck and then the movie just ends. And it's just like, and there's like so many like slow, like the actor like, it's like he does, like, it's like there'll be like a noise, and then he'll like, like 
all like the as slow as possible look up and then slowly look over and then ski the see the scary thing and then the music goes Wink! and then he just runs and it's like like i don't know like as thinking i was thinking like as an actor myself it's just like man like what a unnatural like so unnatural to hear something spooky and then like look like slowly look up and slowly look behind you it's like buddy if you're in a fucking haunted house and you hear something you're gonna be like Like, fuck fuck off like you can fucking see what happens when there's a spider in your tent (laughs) you ever fucking get a spider in your tent buddy that's the sort of reaction so it's like complete i don't know it was a fucking dumb um, and then we watched this other fucking basement scary movie. I don't know. I didn't get that one either, but I, I, maybe I don't like scary movies. Maybe I just like goodwill hunting. <laughs> so yeah. So anyways, I apologize. Uh, I, uh, I apologize for having the Tuesday, the Monday podcast on Tuesday, but that's okay. We're getting her done now. Um, okay. So let's go with, how was my weekend? That was my Monday. Let's reverse engineer now, uh, on Friday, uh what the fuck happened on friday friday it's friday it's friday honestly i don't even remember what the fuck happened on friday uh let's look at my calendar here fucking a oh yes oh geez i know what i did this weekend okay so i had a bunch of remotes this weekend so when you're in radio when you work in radio if you've ever listened to radio like hey it's here i'm drew i'm here denny andrews ford we're get down here we got fucking 4.99 bi-weekly leases we got hot dogs get on down here it's denny andrews ford or whatever the fuck so those actually pay like pretty decently when you're when like the companies pay to have the radio station come down and then i do fucking what's called cut-ins or live hits so we'll do three an hour so they so they pay for three cuts an hour and then you're pretty much like, hey, get like what I just said. Like, so I was at Woodbine Mohawk, Woodbine Mohawk Park, which is the fucking harness racing track here in uh, in town or whatever the fuck in Milton. I guess this was for our sister station, which actually I might be moving to, which is going to be gangster. Uh, more on that coming up. Uh, <laughs> so we're at the fucking horse track, and I grew up at the horse track, right? Like my fucking dad was the business unit manager of racing and gaming for Northlands for like twenty fucking years, and uh, I was I've been making fucking you know trifecta boxes and fucking quinellas for like you know since I was like twelve. I remember going up to the betting counter with a toonie and being like, "Can I put two dollars? Can I get a two dollar exacta box or a one dollar exacta box on four or five? And then that's a $2 bet. Like, I knew how to do parlays when I was, like, 12. (laughs) So I was, like, fucking eight. And then I told my dad I was there. And Kev is a fucking – he's, like, the horse fucking, like, rain man. Because he used to set the line, man, at Northlands. Like, when you look at the horse and you're, like, oh, that's a 5-2 to horse. That's a 30-1 to horse. Like, that was Kev, like, deciding what those numbers were. Like, that was his job. Like, he would set the line on the horses. So you really got to know – what the fuck is going on? Like to set the line, man, if you fuck that up, that we're talking millions of dollars potentially of lost revenue. Um, so I text Kev. I'm like, hey, guess what I'm doing? I'm doing a remote at Woodbine tonight. And then he sends me back his fantasy ticket for the first six races. And sure enough, this fucking guy hits four out of the six bets that he gave me. And he was betting some freaky shits like $1 try boxes, four with seven, two with seven, two, one. And like all these freaky, like full on mook bets, like that you really got to be a custy, like a horse custy to know even how to bet that. Cause most people are like, ah, give me the four horse to win. 
<laughs> you know, but it's like there's way more custody bets that you can make with horse gambling. Like there is a fuck ton of custody bets you can make. Um, so Kev fucking hits four out of six and I'm doing these live hits and the lady is just loving me. And like, it's so cool. Like people are like watching me do my live hits. And then I don't know, I guess live radio really isn't a thing anymore. Like everything's voice tracked. Everything's beamed in from somewhere else. So as guys were coming up to me like, man, you sound great. You're looking good. Yeah, you sound great, buddy. Right, fucking all these horse custies are like, Hey, like they, people would stop and like watch, like I was doing a show when I was doing like a live hit, which made me even more honestly better because uh, like when I got that pressure of an audience, it's like, I'm not going to fuck up. Like I'm on stage right now. Everyone's looking at me like you just like, it's just literally like I'm so comfortable in that zone. Like I have this natural unnaturalness in there that it's actually easier for me to do a, do a fucking cut in in front of a fucking room full of people than it would be just in the corner. Cause the juice man, and I don't mind people looking at me. So, uh, me and my, uh, one of the, uh, I guess the manager at the Milton station had a great night fucking, and then flipped it around. Then, so that was Friday. And then Saturday morning I was doing a live cut in at fucking global pet foods for customer appreciation day. So I was like, man, I'm here in the parking lot here at global pet foods, 1030 Kennedy circle. Fucking we got all, we got the pet. There was a pet character artist and, uh, he was like drawing pictures of, of pictures of your pooches. Um, he was drawing like pet pictures and I, actually it was pretty sick. This guy was like fucking cranking it out. Like care. I don't understand that art caricature artist. Like I don't fucking get how that works. Like I don't like how, how do you draw someone? Like, how do you just draw? And you're like, how do you make them look like that? Like, I don't fucking get it or the dog. And it's not even, it's like with lines, like simple lines. Like this guy could make a drawing of a, of a person, you know, with, with just a few lines and it's like how the fuck do you do that like how do you make a, a drawing look like a person i fucking don't get that shit man that's one art that will always fucking like hyper realistic or characters or anything like that is like i don't fucking get that shit so i had a good it was good it was cool because i i was like okay i'm out i'm out i'm talking to the people i'm fucking out i'm making good cash and uh, so that was really fun. And then Friday, Saturday night, I had a gig at uh, the Crazy Canuck, my favorite fucking, pretty much one of my favorite venues to work. Liam, the owner there, he's the chef owner. He fucking loves stand-up comedy. He's a wicked chef, and I'm his favorite comedian. He said, he's literally said that to my face, like, you're my favorite fucking comedian. So oh, they always treat me really well. I ordered a custom pizza. I got a Barrera pizza with the fucking birria or whatever the fuck. You know those tacos that were all trendy last year? If you're in... If you're in any sort of fucking food trendy community, you know, Barrera tacos were just like, oh my God, there was like the new smash burgers. <laughs> There's food trends, right? And that was one of the food trends. So he was hopped on that. And then I got him to do one of those with the fucking pizza. And I'm like, oh my God, uh, it was so good. And then, so here's where we get the drunk heckler that I teased off the top. It's packed house, right? F sold out show. I'm headlining. Danny's uh, opening for me. Which I didn't want. I wanted that to be the other way. I was like, I don't fucking have the energy right now. I was just tired because I had worked a fucking, you know, I started the week off with the election on Monday and I worked a fucking 12 hour day and then it worked another fucking 14 hour day on Friday and then another fucking two hours. And I was like, man, I'm just fucking brain drained. Like, I don't have the energy to follow Danny Martinello right now. And like, it's not like I'm scared. Like, I've been like me and him have been doing comedy our whole lives together. Like, it's not like there's any sort of like fear of bombing. It's just like, ah, the amount of effort that it takes to follow him. <laughs> it's just like, man, fuck, especially if they, if they like him and like he finds the pocket, which is getting easier and easier for him now as the years go by is he forces the pocket on them. And it's been really awesome to watch him grow, um, as a standup. And just essentially, like, make the industry like him. Like, just force it upon 
them, like force himself upon them, uh, a big, uh, force his greatness upon them because I saw his greatness the first day that I fucking met him. And, you know, it took the industry a long fucking time to come across, come around to that because it's, you know, never the same thing twice and it's full on energy and the machismo and whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, but anyways, so I'm fucking following Danny and he was doing new shit. Thank God. So he was fine. It was, I was good and I'm doing old shit cause I don't really have anything else now. I'm just kind of waiting. I'm, I, I don't want to say I'm waiting, but if you're doing 45, it's like, I'm not going to fucking branch out on all this new crap that I'm thinking about. Just kind of hit him with the juice doing this album in January. So, um, so <laughs> it's sold out show and there's a fucking couple on stage, right? Like right in front of me on stage, right? Uh, and they are fucking, the, the girl is fucking wasted. And the guy's like some little fucking Coke dealer looking guy, like with a little neck tattoo. He's like one of those like little five, six, five, seven Coke dealers. Who's like, you know, he's got, he makes up for whatever he lacks in size in his perceived craziness. And, and <laughs> is what the vibe I was getting from him at least. So this fucking, and they're all drunk and they're having like a little fight at the table too. Like, and she's like, and she's like looking at her phone and it's like, clearly it's like, why are you people even here? Like, you don't like stand up. You're fucking wasted. Like, get, get the fuck out of here. So halfway through my show and then she, Danny was kind of fucking with her a little bit and like she was just making a scene and just kind of pulling focus. Like she's at the front of the stage, stage right. Like that's the most downstage fucking right is the most powerful part of the stage because our eyes in North America read left to right and downstage is closer. So downstage right is the most powerful part of the stage and they're just pulling all this fucking energy and focus from me because they're just on their phone or just having a little fucking secret fight and all this shit. And sure enough, they fucking order two shots of whiskey and two more beers. And it's like the show, I got like 20 more minutes left. I'm like, I'm just wrapping up, you know? And then I'm trying to just ignore them. I didn't, I, I didn't fucking engage with them the whole show. I'm just trying to be like, you know, and I'm doing a, a good job, like in terms of like gracefully, like, you know, ignoring it while acknowledging it and stuff. And, and everyone knew. So they were on my side and I had these good audience members that had seen me there before and they really liked me and blah, 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 blah. So um, <laughs> they order this shot. And then I'm like, I, at this point, I'm like, I can't even fucking, I can't let this go. So they do this shot and this bitch is like, <laughs> like she's like full on like, uh, like just, you know, whiskey face, right? Uh, which was a good band in Edmonton back in the day. So fucking I'm like, hey, you know what? I can't go on anymore. Like I was like, I looked over at them. I was like, yo, the last thing this bitch needed to do was another shot of whiskey. And the entire room like uh, erupts in applause because they're like, yes, like this, get this fucking drunk bitch out of here. And then this dude instantly starts shooting me daggers like, yo, guy, yo, 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 talk to my bitch like that, bro. Yo, 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 yo. And then she's like, it's so funny. She goes, honestly, you're right. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, I am fucking right. Like, you guys, what are you guys doing, man? You guys are going to have a big fucking fight on the way home. I know you're driving, dude, so you don't need to be doing shots either. And then whatever, whatever, I make a little joke, and then I go back to my act. And, like, three minutes later, they, like, they like get up, and they're like, okay, I'm getting the fuck out of here. And he's, like, trying to pay his bill. So then they get up, and I'm just like, and they're like, push, push, push. they're, like, having little fights. Like, oh, fuck you, then fine, we'll fucking leave. So then I literally get off stage, and I, like, sit down in the audience, like, with the audience. And I'm just like, ooh, like, drama. And I'm, like, watching this whole thing play out with the audience. I'm, like, kind of commentating on the mic of, like, their internal dialogue. Well, I don't give a fuck. He's your fucking one. He's coming to the comedy show. I don't give a fuck. He's fucking drinking. He's fucking 
<laughs> and they're having their little fight or whatever. And, uh, and yeah, so it was, and then they left and then it was like, I had a good rest of my show. I, I'm bringing back like 10 second songs. Those are going well. I uh, did a little improv one at the end and fucking called her a night. And also I want to say, I'm very proud to say that I am currently, uh, nine days sober. Um, obviously off liquor. I smoke fucking dope. I smoke trees till my eyes bleed. Uh, but I am fucking nine days sober, which is really great to say. I haven't been able to say that in a long time. And I think I'm just going to keep it going into November. We got No Drink November coming up. Uh, there isn't really any special occasions other than Remembrance Day. Pour one out for the veterans. Uh, <laughs> Imagine doing fireballs for Normandy. <laughs> My grandpa was only 17. Um, <laughs> isn't that crazy? That's how fucking different this generation is from the, there was like teenagers that are like, I will sign up to go to the war and I will lie because this is an important cause. And now we're like, bro, don't fucking, I'm neurodivergent and I can't work eight hours a day. <laughs> so yeah, um, it was good. And then, uh, and then what the fuck Sunday? I think I just had a regular football Sunday and yes. And now here we are. Okay. So that was my weekend. Uh, I hope you had a good weekend. And also, I hope that you... If you listen to this podcast, then uh, then you'll know that uh, we have promotional... Pro- pro- what the fuck? This is the worst segue ever. Promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our Patreons. Would you like access to bonus content? Would you like access to the fucking, to the good feeling of supporting an independent podcast? And would you like an individualized, personalized shout out on every single episode? Then you could be like these fine folks. Alicia Arnigle, James, new guy, Mark. I still don't know who you are, buddy. Or maybe I do. Uh, Tony Smog, Patrick, Nick and Mac, Bubba, Marnus Street fucking demon joel and in the motherfucking hall of fame call at andre blair taryn say they name what up one um hi kevin and joyce hi mink um also promotional consideration for this week of drew is provided by our marijuana sponsor kingtutscannabis.com check this fucking shit out bro i'm also uh oh my god what did we get here we got forbidden runts they just sent me my new fucking pack I'm going to beam out some more shit to you guys. Uh, I know we're having troubles with the fucking shipping here, so I don't know what the fuck's going on. I think I like, I'm going to have to just pony up and I think pay for express because I feel like these, when I put it in the mailbox that they just take it. Like, I honestly feel like they just are like, what are you going to do, buddy? Like fucking, what are you going to call the cops that were stealing your dope? Like where, how? So anyways, um, I know that a bunch of people, every, pretty much everyone messaged me to say they didn't get their shit yet. So Whatever, we'll fucking figure it out um, in the in the weeks to come. But in the meantime, go to kingtutscannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order. Uh, I just dusted an entire fucking thing of CBD. I put CBD tincture in my coffee every morning just to, just to get through the day. <laughs> just to get through the morning. Oh, look at this. Refer a friend. Oh, that's funny. There was, an, uh, there was an opportunity there for a pun. Refer a friend and earn 50 bucks. Look at that. So go to kingtutscannabis.com, use the promo code Drew for 10% off the order, and refer a friend, get 50 bucks, and uh, what do they got now? Actually, I'm going to look here. Where's that fucking CBD? CBD tincture. How much is that shit? Oh my fucking God. Ooh, frankincense. No, I just want the regular one. Where's that regular one? Yeah, it's 60 bucks. Man, is that ever nice though. For digestion. Oh, 
I just put it in my coffee. And then when you're drinking your coffee, you're like, <laughs> you just first, you just start smiling. Like you're not high. It's CBD. Like you don't feel high, but you just feel like, okay, go to kingtotscannabis.com. Use the promo code 27 minutes. What the fuck am I doing? Go to kingtotscannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew for 10% off your order. Let's get this fucking dad rock and get the fuck out of here. Okay, I'm at the Corner Comedy Club this weekend if you want to check me out in Toronto. Okay, that sucked. We're done. Night, night. Nah, but before you go, don't forget your fucking bonus.